I'm your host, Miss Amber J, and this is the Dear World Podcast, the place that if you drink your water and mind your business, you'll be just fine. We're all family here, so nothing is off limits. The goal of this podcast is to be relatable, transparent, and honest. Please turn on your notifications so that you will be alerted whenever a new episode has been posted. Don't forget to rate the podcast in your app store and share it with your family and friends. I hope that you enjoy your listening experience and welcome to the family. It's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. Y'all, that song has been stuck in my head. I don't know why. And percolate has become one of my favorite words. But anyway, welcome to season four, episode 10 of the Dear World podcast. This is the finale, y'all. We're going to take a two week break before we dive into season five. I want to take a brief moment to thank my listeners. Whether you have been with me since season one, episode one, or this is your first time tuning in. I want to thank you. Thank you for clicking on my podcast. Thank you for vibing with me. And to those of you who have shared the podcast, whether it was on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, via word of mouth, I appreciate you. Thank you for growing with me. Thank you for just standing by me. Also, thank you to the people who have spoken life into me and my podcast. For those of you who have encouraged me to continue recording, y'all are the real MVPs. Know that. Um, Season four has been a struggle for me for several reasons I feel like I'm in this awkward stage of growth in my life and sometimes growth is uncomfortable so therefore I'm in this uncomfortable stage of my life I'm learning to let go of things that I have been attached to certain ways certain behaviors and that's a beautiful thing however like I said sometimes growth is uncomfortable and my growth has been a reflection in this podcast which is why sometimes I really struggle with what I want to say even though I have an abundance of things to say my mind is always flowing with different ideas and you know different thought patterns and all type of things but sometimes I just struggle with articulating those things especially on this podcast and I realized after listening to several episodes of this season that I oftentimes struggle with trying to be perfect. I struggle with, you know, is this good enough? Am I going to fit in? Are people going to listen? When that's not even the point of the podcast. I always say that the purpose of this podcast is to be relatable, transparent, and honest. And I feel like to even be relatable, you have to be yourself. You have to be raw. To be transparent, you have to be one with yourself and willing to open up and say things that are uncomfortable and say things that people might not want to hear say things that are the unpopular opinion um and that goes along with being honest so I have to stop trying to you know record to the point that everything sounds perfect to the T and the words just flow I just have to be my raw authentic self um so that's something that can sometimes be uncomfortable especially when making this podcast but I'm working on that um so I just want to thank everyone who has been a part of this who has encouraged me to be at one with myself on this podcast and in life I feel like society sometimes tries to force us inside this box and we when we don't fit in this box society makes us feel like there's something wrong with us um but that's not the case. So I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. Again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And let's jump into it. Also, as usual, y'all know my general disclaimer, please excuse any noise that you hear in my background. Thor is definitely taking a nap right now and he snores really loud. Little baby won't wake up and leave my room. 
So we kind of just have to vibe with his snoring. But as usual, just focus on the sound of my voice and let's catch this vibe. I think this is something that we all can relate to, whether it was from listening to a song, listening to a sermon, or just a person in our lives. Um, Hearing something that literally warms your spirit, being wrapped in a person's words or being wrapped in the lyrics of a song. And it just brings comfort to your spirit, comfort to your mind, comfort to your heart. So I was listening to my online pastor. And yes, I said online pastor. I attend Bedside Baptist. Don't judge me, judge your mama. But (laughs) I was listening to Pastor Stephen Fertig, who, by the way, has become one of my favorite pastors, not just online pastors, like pastors in general, because I feel like he preaches in a way that you can understand. He's relatable. He's blunt. um, He has a great sense of humor and he just teaches the word and makes you excited about the word. And I think that's important when you're listening to a pastor and you're learning the gospel. So anyway, He recorded this message on his official YouTube channel, which is official Stephen Fertig. And the title of the message was, this is a season of preparation. And when I tell you, I enjoyed the message so many times I listened to it. Then I listened to it again. Then I listened to it again. Within the first couple of minutes, I want to say within the first minute of the sermon, he said two things that literally stood out to me. And I had to pause the video and I pause the video every time I literally listened to this. But he said, destiny is driven by your distinctives, the things that make you different. Second thing, he said, the things that embarrass you are the things that empower you to make a difference in your world. Family, excuse me if it sounds like I'm rambling, but I promise you there is a method to my madness. So I was listening to this message and it's a message that I already knew, but it's one that I needed to be reminded of. It was kind of like I was sitting in church. And pastor said, tap your neighbor. And pastor Stephen Fertig tapped me to remind me that it's okay to be different and that I'm meant to be different. He said in the message, um, and again, the message is, this is the season of preparation. He said, we often want to run from what God wants to use to lead us into our next season, into our new season. And I said, hmm. And I had to think about that. And I told y'all, I listened to it. I paused it. I listened to it. I listened to it again and I listened to it again and I thought about myself and I inserted myself into this situation. There are a lot of times where I put myself in a box where I limit the things that I want to say or I limit the things that I want to do because I'm afraid to be different. And I know that I'm different, but sometimes being different is lonely. Sometimes being different is scary. Sometimes being different makes you feel isolated. And sometimes I don't like to feel that way. So sometimes I do mask myself to fit in with the rest of the herd. But this was a message that reminded me that it's okay to be different. Amber, it's okay that you're not like everybody else. Amber, it's okay that you walk to the beat of your own drum. These are things, again, that I already knew. But in that moment or in this season of my life, I needed to be reminded of that. Recently, I wrote a poem, literally like two, three days ago, I wrote this poem. And I never, like, I never share my poems with people other than the people that are intimately close to me. So normally it's like my mom, maybe a couple of my friends. And that's because I always feel like they're not going, well, I'm not going to say my mom, but other people, I feel like they're not going to understand my words or they're not going to like my words. So I limit who I share them with. So I wrote this poem as suggested by my sister's best friend. It's called, I am my brother's keeper. And I had no intention of sharing the poem with the world, but I listened to this message And it reminded me that I cannot be selfish with my gifts, that I cannot, you know, limit myself because I don't want to be different. It goes back to when I said you have to have the courage to be disliked. 
because the very things that I harbor for myself or that I allow, you know, a small amount of people to experience are the very things that are going to lead me into my next season that are going to allow me to experience the greatest things of my life. So I decided to record the poem and I posted it on Facebook and I was very nervous about it. Even when I was recording the video, I kept messing up. I redid it like 10 times. So finally I was like, F it. This is the final version. This is going to be the raw uncut version. I can't always try to execute things in perfection because sometimes flaws make pieces of work great. So I recorded it. I uploaded it to Facebook. And this morning my mom said, I don't know. I don't think she said, I, I see you bossed up. I think she said, I think you braved up or something like that. And she fist bumped me because yesterday we sat at the table and we had a conversation and I said, I'm not good at reciting things. I want to post this, but I also don't want people to take my work if I don't verbally say it or if it's not copywritten or whatever. And she said, record it. And that's when I was like, mom, I'm not good at reciting things. And she said, oh, you do you want me to try to do it? And I said, yes. And later that night I came into my room and I recorded it. So I say all of that to say this again, you have to have the courage to be disliked and understand that the things that set you apart are the things that are going to make you great in life. And you cannot be afraid to share your greatness or your differences with other people. And it's okay to feel like at times you're alone or that nobody likes you or that you're frustrated by the fact that you are different because I promise you being different is a different type of feeling. It makes you literally sometimes feel like you're all alone, that nobody understands you, and that's okay. But you have to be confident and walk in your differences. And that is something that I definitely needed to be reminded of when it comes to this podcast, when it comes to me writing my books, when it comes to me writing poems, all of these things, and not to be afraid to embrace new experiences and new people to stop limiting yourself because you are afraid to be different because you don't want to be you know set apart from the rest of the group but being set apart from the rest of the group is one of the greatest things that you can ever do in life pastor went on to say that greatness is a product of separation and sometimes god will separate you from things that are familiar from things that are comfortable in order to propel you into greatness, in order to propel you into the next season of your life. So it's important to be distinctive, distinctive in the way that you move, the way that you think, the way that you behave. Because again, you are not meant to be like everybody else. You were uniquely designed. This next part of what Pastor Stephen Furtick preached is what literally shook me. He talked about Moses and how Moses would make excuses such as he didn't know how to talk to people and all of these other things. And God basically said to him, it's not your ability to talk. It's the words that I'm going to put in your mouth. And that resonated with me because I thought about a couple years ago and I did this graduation speech. And I remember being so nervous, like nervous to the point that I had to take a nervous poop. My stomach was hurting. My palms were sweating. My sister even drove to Cleveland to be in the crowd for this speech. And I remember being welcomed to the stage by the students because these were students that I had worked with since their 10th grade year. So we were relatively close. They're shouting, we love you, Miss Graham, and all of these other things, okay? And I remember standing there just like, oh my God, oh my God, this is really happening. And in those moments where I was super nervous and I tripped up on my word or I forgot what I was trying to say, I would tell a joke. And I don't know where those jokes came from because they weren't written and I'm not 
when I'm nervous, I'm not quick enough to think on my feet. So I thought back to it after listening to this message. And it was literally the words that God put into my mouth. God go, God gave me those jokes so that I could make it through the speech and I could relay my sentiments to my babies as they were about to walk across the stage and walk into the next phases of their life. And it's ironic because as I was listening to this message, I started to think of other times in my life where God put certain abilities in me. For example, there was a time my mother and I were driving down Gratiot about to make the Michigan turnaround onto 8 Mile. And we saw this man get hit by a car. And for those of you who know me personally, know I don't do well with gruesome things. I don't do well with blood. But in that moment, God gave me the abilities that I needed to help that man. And it's like he distinguished me from other people because other people were just standing around with their phones recording. Oh, that's messed up. That's fucked up. He this and he's that. And I remember just rushing to that man's side to help him. Hey, what's your name? Can you do this? Can you do that? I'm telling other people, please don't move him because you don't know the injuries that he sustained and all of these other things. And God also used me to talk to this lady. She was very shaken up because she was actually the car that hit the man, but it wasn't her fault because the other car had ran the light. And she's just like, oh my God, it's my fault. And all of these things, she's very shaken up. And I just was able to talk to her and try to calm her down. And in that moment, God used me in that situation. I don't believe in coincidences. I believe God places people in the in the right place at the right time. So that was another time that I thought back to that it wasn't, you know, my words, it was the words that God put in my mouth or it wasn't my abilities. It was the abilities that God instilled into me. So it's important to be able to separate your, your, the view of yourself with the view that God has of you. And that's also something that pastor Stephen Furtick reminded me of, because oftentimes I look at myself from my own point of view and not from the point of view of God, of the things that God has made me capable of, the things that God uses to distinguish me from other people. And if y'all haven't listened to anything else that I've said, please listen to this. I know sometimes we get irritated by what we used to have, who we used to be with, what we used to be doing, where we used to live and all of these other things. And I say that because I'm that person sometimes. I'm like, oh my God, when I was in Ohio, I was doing so much better financially. I didn't have any debt. You know, I was in a good headspace. I was this and I was that. And then I came back to Michigan and this happened. And I, I often, you know, reflect on my past and I get frustrated because I'm not in those positions anymore. Then I think about where I am presently and I'm uncomfortable and I get frustrated because I don't have X, Y, and Z or I don't have what I used to have. And then I think about where I want to be and where I want to go. And that continues to, you know, fuel my frustrations. But then I have to remember that God is preparing me for something better. God is preparing me for my purpose. God is preparing me for the next season in my life. And all of these feelings are normal. So I just want to remind you guys that it's okay to feel like you're alone. It's okay that you feel like you're isolated in certain moments of your life because God is preparing you for the next season of your life. And you have to let God work. And again, you have to be able to separate the vision that you have of yourself with the vision that God has of you. Because God's vision of you is so much greater than the one that you have of yourself. Y'all, I'm going to end my rant with this. What is God preparing you for? And are you allowing him to prepare you for it? Okay, family, in the spirit of being distinctive, I am going to share my poem. Again, it is called I Am My Brother's Keeper. My brother's black skin is all the ammunition that you need to shoot. 
There is always some justification for you to stand your ground, but never any justice for black men trying to defend their lives. He didn't comply. He looked suspicious. He ran, so you decided to shoot. Why is his black skin always reason to question his identity? Is he not human enough to enjoy simple liberties? He only wanted to go for a run. It was just an iced tea and Skittles. It was a toy. He sat alone in his home watching TV. It was never a gun and my brothers were never a threat. I can't breathe. I'm not resisting. I live here. These are all truths that my brothers have told. But misplaced hate took away Oscar, Mike, Antoine, Trayvon, Phil, Tamir, and Eric, just to name a few. Before them, it was a host of others, including Michael, Henry, and Emmett, too. They aren't slaves, but they sure aren't free. My brother's blood has been shed from Oakland, California to NYC. Always guilty before proven innocent. There's never any court hearing because your bullets are the judge and the jury. Their murders are labeled as accidents and mistakes to make an open and shut case, even when their deaths were a result of hate. File folders full of evidence and testimonies, but never any convictions or sentencing. Just paid leaves and a few months of house arrest. The lives of my brothers become dreams deferred, but their stories will never go unheard. And let me explain the title, I Am My Brother's Keeper. I wanted to dedicate it to all of my black brothers that have ever been murdered because of racism, along with all of my black brothers that have ever felt like their life was in jeopardy because of the color of their skin. All right, that's a wrap on season four. I hope to see you guys in two weeks for the kickoff of season five. Let's end today's episode with a quote from Pastor Stephen Furtick. If you want to change the direction of your life, change the decoration of your lips. Well, family, that's all for today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Do me a favor, share it with a family member or a friend. Again, I'm your host, Miss Amber J, and this is the Dear World Podcast. Drink your water, mind your business.